ஹலோ ஹலோ திஸ் இஸ் கதாவானி வெல்கம் பேக் டு திஸ் எபிசோட் ஆஃப் ராமாயணா எபிசோட் தேர்ட்டீன் அயோத்திய காண்டா ராமாஸ் கோரனேஷன் இன் த லாஸ்ட் எபிசோட் வீ செலிப்ரேட்டட் த ரிட்டர்ன் ஆஃப் கிங் தசரதா அண்ட் ஹிஸ் சன்ஸ் ராமா லக்ஷ்மணா பரதா அண்ட் சத்ருக்னா வித் தேர் பிராய்ட் சீதா ஊர்மிலா மாண்டவி அண்ட் ஸ்ருதகீர்த்தி டு அயோத்யா இன் த லாஸ்ட் எபிசோட் வீ கன்க்ளூடட் Balmiki Ramayana's Balakanta Stories of Rama's Childhood Bharata and Shatrughna were in the KKR kingdom visiting Bharata's maternal grandfather Ashwapati king of KKR and Bharata's uncle Yudhajit This episode starts in the second part or the second book of Ramayana Ayodhya Khanda the canto of Ayodhya the good king Dasharatha grew old gracefully over the years surrounded by his virtuous queens courageous sons wise ministers sages and advisers dasharatha's four sons were fully involved assisting him in the administration of the kingdom following his commands and protecting kosala's borders they were beloved by their parents kinsmen and the citizens of ayodhya and all of kosala and its allies Dasharatha cherished all his sons and Rama was his favorite. Rama's exemplary virtues, equanimity, steadfast attachment to duty and truth, sense of justice and administrative efficiency pleased not only Dasharatha. It earned Rama loyal and devoted approval among advisers, leaders and common people. Valmiki Maharshi devoted several pages and chapters of of shlokas verses to sing the praises of rama's good conduct and impeccable characteristics the sage composed this historical work ramayana while he was contemplating the characteristics and existence of an uttama purusha a superior and ideal man narada muni visiting valmiki's ashram tells him about rama of ayodhya and sings praises of Rama's admirable integrity and nobility. Balmiki Maharishi uses Ramayana, the story of Rama's life, as the platform to promote good conduct and exemplary virtues for everyone to follow and live honorably. Balmiki weaves into the story numerous observations of Rama's virtues narrated by various characters in the story. like in the eyes of the appreciative citizens as seen by Rama's proud father Dasharatha Valmiki Maharshi uses these narrative opportunities to boost good conduct and ideal qualities in various circumstances and interactions summarizing briefly here Rama a strong courageous and handsome warrior with a muscular build of a powerful kshatriya participated in military training and archery every day he was considered a genius with his sharp memory and keen intellect he was well versed in all the vedas scriptures of knowledge regarding spirituality various philosophies administrative matters statecraft and the science of warcraft he excelled in chariot racing riding and training elephants and horses He was a patient, self-restrained and skillful warrior who kept his feelings and counsel private. Rama earned the respect of the troops he commanded. He was renowned for his adherence to his duty, dharma and truth, satya. 
Rama inspired loyalty and devotion amongst the leaders and soldiers of the army. He delighted all those he interacted with by his looks, calm composure, compassionate and respectful manners. Rama was thoughtful and his words and speech were always measured and kind. His exceptional qualities endeared him to all who met him as well as all who heard anecdotes highlighting his goodness and his virtues. Rama was a universally beloved prince. Dasharatha was aware of the genuine admiration and love the people of Ayodhya and Koshala showed Rama. King Dasharatha had become king at an early age after being orphaned as an infant. He ruled wisely and always believed himself to be responsible like a father to all his people. He carried out his duties without deviation. After his glorious long reign, bringing honor to the Ikshwaku dynasty, Dasharatha was ready to hand over the responsibilities of the kingdom. After counsel with his long-time chief minister Sumantra and sages Basishta and Vamadeva, Dasharatha was pleased to propose making Rama his heir, the Yuvaraj, the crown prince. He summoned an assembly of all his ministers, citizen advisers, leaders of his military, leaders of trade groups, janpats, leaders of men, chiefs of villages and towns, lords and kings of kingdoms that owed allegiance to Koshala. This enormous council of leaders gathered in his court. They were welcomed and seated according to traditions and protocol. King Dasharatha then graciously thanked them for their presence, reliable support and praised them for their wisdom and courage. He enthusiastically sought their advice regarding his decision to retire and make Rama Yuvaraj the king-to-be, his heir. Dasharatha's announcement was met with unanimous approval. King Dasharatha knew of Rama's popularity with the common people as well as the leaders of various groups. Still, he was not expecting unanimous support. He did not feel satisfied by this outcome since he was expecting deliberations, debate, consultations and finally an agreement. So, he addressed this community of his advisors and requested them not to feel compelled to accept the king's proposal without thought and discussions. He reminded them that as a ruler, he depended on, he depended on their wise counsel for the welfare of the kingdom and the Ishwaku dynasty. Encouraged by this appeal, the honorable members of the court and the leaders that had gathered rose, one at a time, and provided anecdotes and reflections of their interactions with Rama. They were able to make the case by enumerating Rama's credentials to bolster their support for Rama's coronation as Yuvaraj. Dasharatha was gratified to hear the praises of Rama from so many diverse sections of people. It pleased him that Rama was widely accepted as qualified and had earned the honor to be his heir. Now, feeling more confident and looking forward to Rama's rule and his achievements, King Dasharatha promptly asked his gurus, Basishta and Bhamadeva, to make the necessary arrangements for Rama's Yuvaraj Pattabhishekam or coronation ceremonies. It was the holy month of Chitra and Dasharatha wanted to perform the ceremonies without delay within the month. 
Dashrata had been observing various signs in the position of the stars and planets, physical omens in the natural world, as well as nightmares that worried him regarding his impending demise. In consultation with his gurus and royal astrologers, it seemed like the next day when the star Pushya that marked good fortunes ascended would be the best day that month to perform the coronation ceremonies. A quick aside, ancient and modern Indians live, marry and plan important decisions and events based on the alignment of stars, planets and the faces of the moon. Indian astrological science, which is over 5,000 years old, is used to make predictions and details the effects of cosmic positions on the fortunes of a person's state and the world, depending on the positions of the sun, moon, planets and the stars. According to ancient Indian astronomy and astrology, in addition to the 12 solar zodiac signs, there are 27 ecliptic reference points that define the lunar zodiac. The moon's orbit around the earth takes a little over 27 days. The ecliptic representation of the sky is divided into 27 lunar zodiac signs associated with 27 stars. Each zodiac is further divided into four padas or quarters. The moon at any point is known to be in one of the 108 padas or positions in a different lunar zodiac associated with a specific star each day. Where the moon resides on a specific day in the lunar zodiac defines the star associated with that day. The star on the birthday is used to define favorable dates and times for important events and decisions in a person's life based on the star, planetary position, sun, moon and earth. The fortunes of the day for any person is predicted. Chitra month, the first month of the calendar which lines up with mid-April is considered to be the favorable month for new beginnings. It is also spring in the northern hemisphere. Pushya nakshatra or star portends an auspicious nourishing day and is associated with Lord Shani, a deity connected with the planet Saturn and who delivers the results of one's karma. Given these considerations of stars and planets lining upright, Dasharatha was reluctant to delay the ceremonies to wait for Bharata and Shatrugna to return from Kekaya. Bharata and Kaikaya Kei remained close to the Kekaya royal family. Bharata's uncle, Prince Yudhajit, liked to visit his sister, Princess Queen Kaikei, and Bharata for long vacations and insisted Bharata, along with Chatrugna, visit his maternal family frequently, viewing the great distance as no barrier. Dasharatha, on his end, concluded the immense distance of over 100 yojanas or 1,200 kilometers between Ayodhya and Kekaya would lead to unacceptable delay if he waited for the prince's return. Kekaya in present-day western India and Pakistan is west of Ayodhya and adjacent to Gandhara, another ancient kingdom in present-day Afghanistan. 
Dasharatha wanted Rama's coronation, the beginning of the long journey as king, to start with the cosmic forces aligned for success. He decided to carry on with the pre- preparations for the coronation ceremony scheduled for the next day. He believed that Bharata and Shatrugna were good sons and devoted brothers who would understand the situation without holding any grudges or hard feelings. Sumantra, Vasishta and Vamadeva directed the preparations for the coronation ceremonies. The good news was announced quickly to the people of Ayodhya and spread to all of Koshala. The gurus immediately began the preparations for charitable acts, arrangements to feed and accommodate thousands of people for the event. Dasharatha summoned Rama to inform him about his coronation. Rama arrived in court accompanied by the chief minister, Sumantra. He received the news of his coronation as Yuvaraja, crown prince from his father, with the composure of an enlightened saint. To Rama, this announcement, this honor, was another command from his respected father, a duty for him to carry out to the best of his abilities. He listened diligently to his father, the king's instructions, about how to rule wisely, always in the interest of the people, with guidance from ministers, gurus, and friends, and by practicing control of his mind, speech, and desires. Dasharatha explained to Rama his unease about his remaining time on earth and hence his reasons to rush Rama's coronation despite his brother's absence since the next day was an auspicious day marked by Pushyanakshatra. He instructed Rama to follow the religious and spiritual rituals that night along with Sita. The rituals included a fast, not consuming water or food, exercising self-restraint, performing pranayama to control his breath, chanting mantras and sleeping on a simple bed made of kusha or darpe grass that night. Dasharatha insisted that Rama request all his well-wishers to bless him and pray for a successful coronation without any obstacles. Rama accepted his father's views and advice with a serene mind, peaceful without any agitation or excitement, and respectfully took leave of his father and the assembled elders in the court. The news of Rama as Yuvaraj, crown prince or heir, spread across Ayodhya quickly. The citizens of Ayodhya started decorating their roads, their homes and public spaces to prepare for the celebrations. Men, women and children from nearby villages started traveling to Ayodhya to witness the once-in-a-lifetime festivities. Rama, leaving Dasharatha's court, visited his mother Kausalya, his staunchest well-wisher, the woman to whom he owed his existence and successes. Lakshmana, his brother, Lakshmana's mother, Queen Sumitra and Rama's wife, Sita, had heard the news of the coronation and had arrived at Kausalya's chambers around the same time. Rama and Sita bowed deeply in front of the two queens. Kausalya was pleased to hear from Rama that he was going to be installed as Yuvaraj the next day and that he and Sita were going to start the preparations that evening under the guidance of his father and their gurus. Rama asked his mother Kausalya 
for her blessings and requested her to perform the appropriate rituals and rites to please the deities on their behalf. Kausalya and Sumitra blessed Rama and Sita. Kausalya thanked Rama's star Punarvasu under whom he was born that ensured Rama's noble conduct that pleased Dasharatha. Wishing Rama all the good fortunes of the Ishwaku dynasty, the two queens started their preparations to fast, perform pranayama, chant mantras, and to donate grains, ghee, silk, and cattle to the brahmanas and people of Ayodhya. Rama embraced his faithful brother Lakshmana, saying that he, Rama, could only take on this royal responsibility with Lakshmana by his side. Rama and Sita respectfully took leave of the two queens and returned to their chambers. Vasishta met Rama and Sita at their residence and instructed them about the rites they needed to perform that evening and night as groundwork for the coronation. Rama and Sita willingly followed the chief guru's religious instructions preparing to fast and chant appropriate mantras through the night. Rama prepared a bed made of bed made of kusa grass for him and Sita to sleep on. Outside, Ayodhya rumbled with exuberance and excitement. It seemed like everyone was gloriously happy that Rama was going to be crowned heir to be their king after Dasharatha. In this episode, Dasharatha seeks counsel and approval in his court for his proposal to name Rama as his heir. In the chaos of the preparations for Rama's coronation, Dasharatha, worried about his mortality, hastened to act, setting up the date and overseeing the preparations for ceremonial events. Valmiki Maharshi highlights Rama's virtues as well as his calm mind and dispassion, even when rewarded the highest honor, the kingdom, and how Rama views becoming king as his dharma, his duty. Rama doesn't desire to be king as a means for power or for royal pleasures. He intends to be king as a duty and service. The towns and villages in the country of Koshala and the inhabitants of the capital city of Ayodhya were joyously immersed in public and private preparations for Rama's coronation. There was a lot of work to be done in a short time by extremely happy people. In the next episode, we see how Dasharatha's premonitions, despite all the stars lining up, turn out. I am excited as well to introduce new characters in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Ram Ram.